Let's talk Tanya for the 22nd day of the first other. In today's Tanya, we're going to study chapter 31, and we're still in the middle of the larger topic, which is Simcha, which is joy. In chapter 26, Talter Rebbe introduced us to the imperative to um, constantly be in a state of positive emotions, inasmuch that the Simcha, the positive emotions, is the energy that fuels our battle against our instincts, our animalistic side, our animal soul. Um, however, we couldn't get right away to Simcha, right away to talking about joy, because first we had to deal with some impediments to joy, and very specifically two general impediments. The first one is atzvus, negative emotions, um, that, get, that get in the way of us being able to experience Simcha, positive emotions. And that was chapters 26, 27, and 28, we dealt with that. And then there's another issue, timtum halev, when a person has an unresponsive heart, a person is apathetic and emotionally numb, which is also an impediment to joy. And that was the topic of chapters 29 and 30. And now we are ready to move on to actually proactively figuring out how do we infuse our lives with simcha, our life with positive emotions, joy, happiness, optimism, confidence, etc. Now, the problem is that in the last two chapters, when we're talking about the antidote for Timtum Halev, for when a person has emotional unresponsiveness. So the antidote to that, the way to deal with that, Dr. Rebbe said, was mevachinle, was by crushing the ego. And that's what we've been engaged in in the last two chapters, is crushing the ego. And that was a tough time. And we learned a lot of things about ourselves, which maybe we didn't want to hear about ourselves, about our, the lowliness of our animal soul, the lowliness of our body, the spiritual unrefinement. Um, a lot, there's a lot not to like. And the obvious question is, yes, we might have dealt with the Timtum Aleph, we might have dealt with the emotional unresponsiveness, and maybe we got rid of that, but how now do we transition to a place of happiness when we are so broken, when we're so shattered, when we're so crushed? And in this chapter, in chapter 31, the Alter Rebbe is going to tell us the key to happiness is actually is switching identification. It's not by negating what we learned in the last two chapters. Everything we learned in the last two chapters is 100% true. Everything we learned about our lowliness, our coarseness, our spiritual unrefinement, our distance from Hashem, all of these things are true. But those are true only regarding our animal soul. So if we are self-centered and um, focused and identifying with the animal soul, then yeah, then we'll be miserable if we're to take a moment to think about what that means about ourselves. But there's another part to ourselves. There's an ashama. There is that godly soul. And if we could switch identification, meaning instead of identifying with the animal soul and its goals and its agenda, we, we begin to identify with the godly soul and its goals, its agenda, real and true happiness is waiting for us because the godly soul really does experience true happiness. And we're able to tap into that happiness and experience that joy of the godly soul. What is the joy of the godly soul? Well, the godly soul takes pleasure and delight in connecting to God, and that happens through learning Torah and doing mitzvahs. Every time we do a mitzvah, every single time we learn Torah, every single time we daven, the, the, our godly soul is experiencing this tremendous joy, this tremendous delight, and the question is, can we take time to think about this joy and experience it with the godly soul so it's just a matter of switching allegiances? So that's one way of looking at it, of saying, well, the way to be happy instead of miserable is by identifying with the godly soul instead of identifying with the animal soul. And by the way, we'll talk a little more about why it's so important and why true happiness can only come through identification with the godly soul. We'll talk more about that tomorrow, God willing. 
So it's not only we're switching allegiances, Dr. Rebbe actually tells us we can actually leverage our knowledge about the animal soul in order to arrive at a greater joy with the godly soul. How is that? And the Alter Rebbe gives a parable. He says, imagine you have a prince, the crown prince, and was taken into captivity and is being held in captivity hostage by the enemy. And this prince is being held in a dungeon, which is filthy. And over there, in addition to everything else, the prince is also being forced to do um, harsh labor. And then the day comes and the prince returns, is returned, somehow is released and is returned to his father, the king. Can you imagine the joy of the prince? Dr. Rebbe says that is the story that we experience every single time we daven, we learn Torah, we do a mitzvah. There is a prince within us. The neshama, our neshama is a child of God. And the prince is in captivity. It's kind of captivity within our body, within the animal soul, within the filth that's languishing over there. But then comes a time a person learns a little Torah, a person davens, a person does a mitzvah. That is the prince within going and reuniting with God. And it experiences incredible joy. And here's the amazing thing. The more repulsive, the more lowly your body and your animal soul, the greater the harshness of the captivity, the greater the joy. When the prince returns to its father, when the neshama is reunited with God and learning Torah and doing a mitzvah. So actually we're able to say, wow, the lowlier I am, the greater, the lowlier I am from, in terms of my animal soul and my body, the greater the joy that I'll experience when I do a mitzvah. And Dr. Rebbe continues and says, just adds one more point. Yes, we discussed the lowliness of the animal soul and we discussed the lowliness of the body. But who created that? Whose fault is that? You didn't create yourself. God created you. Why did God create you in this way? Why did God create me in this way? Why did God give us this lowly and detestable animal soul and body? It is in order to elevate it through the study of Torah and through learning mitzvahs. So that also should be part of my calculation. I will have the simcha, I will learn Torah, I will do mitzvahs, knowing that I'm identifying with the soul and through that also redeeming the lowliness of the world and of my body because ultimately that's the purpose of everything is that through learning Torah and doing mitzvahs, we elevate everything, including our bodies, as we will learn about in the, in, in the future chapters of Tanya. With this, we have concluded chapter 31. And tomorrow, we're going to start chapter 32, which is a little break in the larger topic of joy. And we're going to be talking about instead about Ahavas Yisrael, love for our fellow Jew. What's the connection? We'll find that out tomorrow.